Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi, everyone. How are you? I love that intro. It really gets me excited because it means we're back for another episode. We are rolling. The mics are working. <laughs> Hopefully I sound okay. Um, I'm coming to you guys live from the campus of Quinnipiac University with my amazing producer who's a student here at Quinnipiac University in Hamden, Connecticut. It's so fun to be here to share more good news with you guys. We are growing every single week with a new episode each week, and I'm so grateful for all of you guys for growing this movement with me. Today, in podcast number 35, oh my gosh, drum roll please, I can't believe we made it to 35, we have a superstar guest with us, backed by popular demand, my big brother, Tyler Bradley. Tyler is one of the top realtors in Philadelphia. He actually wins more awards for real estate than Tom Brady wins Super Bowl trophies. <laughs> right, Tides? Welcome back to the podcast, Tyler. How are all your trophies? Well, <laughs> you you make me laugh. So. Well, I'm proud of you for all these awards. You win all these awards. You and your partner, Michelle Cooley, you guys are part of the Cooley-Bradley group at Berkshire Hathaway Fox & Roach in Philadelphia. So what is going on right now in Philadelphia with real estate, Tyler? So, well, thank you very much for having me. And I'm very honored and humbled to be um, on episode 35 of your fabulous podcast, which I listen to uh, religiously every week, of course, as I'm working out in the morning and, as you like to say, moving my body. So um, thank you guys very much for having me. And um, I didn't know that people care that much about talking about real estate, but I guess they do. Of course they do. Are you kidding? We all need all your good advice because you're obviously crushing it. So we want to know what to do because the spring market is the hot time. It is really the biggest, the biggest, the busiest time for your job in real estate. So why? what is going yeah. on with this spring market? Why is it so busy and why is it now is really the time to be buying and selling a home? What makes this the hot time? Well, I think there there are a number of factors why the, the spring market is, is sort of the time for, you know, for sellers to uh, list their houses on the market, put their houses on the market, as well as, you know, buyers who are obviously out in the market searching for their next home. Um, you Relocation buyers are generally out in the market in the spring. Um, I also think that just in general, it's sort of the new beginning. So I think that, you know, people who are considering a move, whether, you know, maybe they're having a baby or uh, maybe they're downsizing or, you know, maybe they're, they're, they've got a new job or what have you. This is sort of the time when people come out of hibernation. Um, you know, the cold is, is, is sort of is sort of ending and then they're sort of um, out in the market and they're looking for their next for their next home. A lot of uh, buyers also like to find their next home, especially if they have children, school-aged children. They like to, you know, find a new home and get settled before the uh, before the September, you know, before the before September starts and a new school year. And what's going on right now in Philadelphia with the spring market? What do you think is going on? Why is it booming so much? Why are you so busy? Well, <laughs> Why are you so busy? I think that 
um, you know, as we've discussed before, Philadelphia is really undergoing a, a, a complete renaissance. The city in general is, is completely booming. Um, if you were to come down here and I were to tour you, you know, various sections of the city, most sections of the city, it's, you know, streets are closed and um, there's just a construction boom going on both commercially, commercially and residentially in the city of Philadelphia. And that's um, really all different sections of the city, everywhere from sections of the city like Fishtown, which is being dubbed the, you know, new Brooklyn of Philadelphia. Uh, Forbes about six months ago came out with an article calling Fishtown the hottest new neighborhood in the United States, which is a pretty bold statement uh, from a big media outlet like Forbes. You know, no matter where you live, right, whether you're in Philadelphia or anywhere across the country, and it's a spring market, so how should people get their homes ready to sell now? Like, where do they even start? Because I think that can sometimes be overwhelming for people. Yeah. Okay. So several things. And I think it's very, very important to uh, to be properly uh, pr- to be prepared, really. And I think it can take some time. So first, obviously, the most important thing is to identify if you're going to be listing your house. The most important thing to do is to interview agents, you know, listing agents who are going who you're going to be hiring to sell your house. Obviously, that's a very important, uh, you know, a very important factor. And I think that usually I, I suggest that people interview three to four different agents um, before they ultimately choose who is going to be the, the, the perfect fit to sell their house. I think that one of the most important things once you do identify who you're going to hire to sell your house is to, you know, listen to your agent and listen to your agent's advice. And as far as prepping a house, you know, to put on the market, you have to look at it as a homeowner, as a business. So it's very important. And I always tell people, you know, when I walk through their house and to to give them an analysis of what I think they need to do, I always tell them, I just want to let you know, I'm not, I'm not here to, to offend you in any way, shape or form. I'm here to yield you the biggest return on your investment and to get your house sold as quickly as possible. So I think that you have to take any sort of emotion and um, offense out of the equation because if I come through a house and I tell you there are certain things that I like or certain things that I don't like, especially things I don't like and things that I think that you need to improve or change, you know, you really have to just listen to the agent and know that they have your best interest at heart. I think that's one of the most important things. So I think that some of the things that people really need to uh, do, first of all, declutter. You have to declutter your house. You have to thin things out. This is a perfect time to purge and possibly, you know, especially if you're mo- you're obviously moving somewhere. So I think this is a perfect time in life to try to thin out and get rid of about 50% of, of what you have and that you don't need. Um, I think that's a very important thing from closets to basements to attics, um, really everything. Um, another thing that's very important to do is to um, sort of depersonalize your house. Don't have a lot of, you know, family pictures, um, you know, on the walls or, you know, coffee tables, things like that. Try to get rid of things like that. Never have anything on a refrigerator. Nothing, you know, no, no, no pictures, artwork, children's artwork. That all has to go, that sort of all has to go bye-bye, so to speak. Very, very important. Um, I think that it's also very important to 
just do some small things. Like if the agent comes in and says, you know, I really think that a, a fresh coat of paint would do wonders for this house. It's not a huge expense. It's not too much of an arduous task to live through. And a fresh coat of paint can really give a house, um, you know, a minor facelift, face so to speak. And that goes for the interior as well as the exterior. Um, for instance, like if your front door needs paint, well, that's the first thing that a buyer is going to see when they enter your home is that, you know, the front door is sort of chipped or, you know, not terribly attractive. So you really have to have the curb appeal is also extremely important. And first impressions are everything. Um, so I think that that's another really important thing. Just small little things. If your agent comes in and says, you know, your kitchen cabinets are a little bit dated. Maybe you might want to paint them. Um, maybe changing the hardware on the cabinets. Small, little, inexpensive things like that can make a huge difference, um, you know, in how people perceive your house. So really the goal in general is to make your home look like a model home. So keep it as neutral as possible um, is also very important. The next thing that I stress is obviously, um, you know, photos. You have to have a really, really good professional photographer come in and both photograph the house as well as video the house. And the photos and the videos are really, really paramount in helping to sell your home. Because as we say in the field now, the first showing, believe it or not, is actually online. So people are actually finding you online, you know, through digital marketing, various ways of digital marketing. And so by the time they actually come into your home, it's almost like the second showing. Um, another thing that I believe wholeheartedly in is staging. So if you've already moved out of your house and relocated somewhere else, I think that you absolutely 100% have to have a good, like, 60% of that house staged. I think that vacant houses do not photograph well. Obviously, then they don't video well. And they, so they have a very poor presence online. And then I also, I don't think that they, that they uh, show very well when buyers come into the house. Believe it or not, buyers today have very, very little, uh, they have, you know, very little uh, visualization. I think that they're very visual, visually challenged. I think that they're watching a lot of HGTV and they're seeing, you know, occupied staged houses. So believe it or not, you can get a buyer who would come into a vacant house, into a dining room with a chandelier above their head, and undoubtedly there's going to be a visually challenged buyer who's going to look at you and say, now where are we going to put the dining room table? Oh, my gosh, this is hilarious. You're like, there's the HGTV effect. Um, well, and you sort of have to smile and say, well, actually, you're going to put the dining room table right underneath the chandelier. Yeah. The the, oh, my gosh. That of, is so funny. Of the dining room. Yeah. So I, I really, really, really wholeheartedly believe in staging, definitely staging a home. I think it's it's a very, very important thing. I stage all of my own listings. I obviously do a lot of new construction. I never put a house on the market without some sort of, you know, without some furniture. Now, that being said, if the house is vacant and you've relocated um, somewhere else, out of state, out of the country, what have you, you don't necessarily have to stage the entire house. But you have to stage, you know, the living space. Definitely have to stage the master bedroom. You don't have to necessarily stage all the secondary bedrooms. Maybe you set one of them up as a home office. You know, small things like that. And staging is actually not as 
expensive as as one would think. But it's really, really uh, important as far as helping to sell sell your house. Yeah, I love so, that advice. Staging is so I, so important, and that's a huge part of your job. Do most realtors, though, Tyler, do they do the staging or do they hire someone? How do how do most realtors work that? Um, I think most most realtors, uh, you know, would would have a staging company, uh, you know, hire a staging company to come in and do it. And I started out doing that, and I'm so fussy that ultimately- no, you're fussy. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> ultimately, what happened was control freak. Maybe <laughs> Tyler has Tyler has the best taste. So, unfortunately, I am a complete control freak and a little bit OCD. Uh, so I was always unhappy with the stagers that you know we were finding out in the field locally here, and so. My business partner and I bought probably about eight houses worth of staging furniture. Now it's not terribly expensive. We, you know, we bought a lot on Overstock and Wayfarer and Home Goods and things like that. But we ultimately decided that we, you know, we prefer to stage our own, you know, our own our own houses. And I spent a lot of time doing that. Another thing, as far as listing the house, when you do spend a day or two in a house staging it. You really, what I call, bond with the house. So you really get to know the house. You're very familiar with it, and it almost becomes almost like, you know, your little baby or something. And, you know, I think that it helps get passionate and fired up about, you know, doing your job, which is selling the house. Yeah, I love that. So, absolutely. What, yeah. are, what are the biggest things that buyers want to see right now? Do they Are they instantly looking for an updated bathroom? Are they instantly looking for an updated kitchen? Like, what are what is it that it attracts the buyers these days? I think, obviously, I think you just nailed it. I think that the two most important rooms uh, in a house today to be updated, uh, the kitchen is the most important, and then second is, is the bathroom. Um, very, very important. I usually recommend, you know, white white kitchens. You can never go wrong with a white kitchen. I'll tell people, you know, go for a white shaker cabinet, go for a white quartz countertop, maybe a Carrera 3x6, uh, Carrera marble 3x6 uh, subway tile backsplash, and then brush nickel, you know, hardware on the, on uh, you know, as far as faucets and cabinet pulls, et cetera. Just something that's going to look like, going to look like it's, you know, you just did it yesterday, even though you may have done it, you know, five years. Five. And the same with bathrooms. I think people, you know, white bathrooms with maybe, again, with some Carrera marble accents, you can never go wrong. And that's something that's been in style for, you know, decades and decades and decades, and it's not going to go out of style. So I think that that's a very important, a very important thing to, um, to keep in mind. Again, you know, paint colors. White seems to be the hot new paint color this year. The past few years, it's been pale grays. I don't think you can go wrong with a pale gray, but I think that you can never really go wrong with white. I think so. the white seems like the trend because it looks so clean and simple, and it yeah. just it's very crisp, and it it yeah. just makes anything look good, and then it also brightens up your home. So I think that's good. Exactly. Go, go with the white. And what's your advice for other realtors right now? I know you mentioned earlier how important it is to have good photographs and a good video for an online presence. But 
as far as other realtors, what, why do you think it's so important to be on social media and be using those social media platforms like Instagram or whatever, whatever platform they like? But why do you think it's more important now to be have that presence as a realtor that it, it probably wasn't as much, you know, a few years ago, but now it seems like it's something really important. Yeah. Yeah. No, very good question. So, um, I think that it's this incredible platform that we have. that's free, you know, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like I've, 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 I've really enjoyed, um, Instagram recently because you have this free platform where you can, you know, you know, present your, you know, properties. If you're obviously in real estate, you can present your properties for free, um, you know, through pictures and video, and you can tour people through a, a house or, you know, tell people about a broker open luncheon that you're having for a new listing or a public open house or, you know, what have you. I think it's this great, this great online platform, you know, that we all have, no matter what industry that we're in, but it's also great for, obviously, for real estate. And you really have to, you really have to leave no stone unturned as far as marketing marketing a house. You need to be open on. You would need to be open every weekend. I believe wholeheartedly in open houses. I believe that you need to market it via social media. I think you need to send out you know electronic flyers um, for your listings to you know all agents in your database. But I definitely think that social media is obviously here to stay. And it's really an unbelievable platform to, you know, market your market your properties. I think it's an unbelievable um, phenomenon, and it's free. So, oh, isn't that the best? It's yeah. like a free gift. I always tell people it's a free gift on a silver platter, just waiting waiting for you to take it. So exactly, it's yep. Free. It's like this free advert. It's like free advertising. It's it's great. No, I love really that. Great. I love that. Really great. Okay, well, we want everyone to follow Tyler on Instagram. Tyler B.H. Bradley, because Tyler has, Tyler's so good. He has two middle names, not just one. Oh, boy. Tyler B.H. Bradley on Instagram. And your group with your partner in crime, who we love, Michelle Cooley, your group is the Cooley Bradley Group on Instagram. So follow Tyler and Michelle Cooley Bradley Group also on Instagram and find out what it takes behind the scenes of Michelle Cooley and Tyler Bradley to be the top realtors in their area and why they're winning so many awards all the time. I just, I'm so proud of you and uh, just want to come see your trophy room soon. Yes. <laughs> You're funny. You make me laugh. Well, thank you. And I always love listening to your podcast every week. And I think that this is really, really amazing. And um, I think that obviously I, I agree with you that people need more good news out there as opposed to, you know, negativity. I think that honing in on the positive is is something that we all need to uh, concentrate more on. So kudos to you you for, you know, all your blood, sweat, and tears into creating this incredible platform yourself. Oh, well, thanks, Tides. I love you. And um, thanks for sharing all your amazing advice for the spring real estate market. And it is hotter than ever in Philadelphia. So Thank you to my special guest, Tyler Bradley, for giving all this amazing advice to all of us. Again, for free here in the podcast. We love free. Thank you all for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you. I know I would never be here without all of you supporting me and inspiring me to be a kinder, better person every single day. Remember, you can find me on iTunes. Please be sure to subscribe and rate and review my podcast. And I was so excited because I had some new reviews when I logged in. 
And my reviewer of the week is Amy. Amy writes in, I love this one. Thank you to Amy. I so enjoyed your interview with Brian Balthazar. Oh my gosh. Yes, Brian. He is so inspiring and he's such a breath of fresh air. Your on-air chemistry with him was so much fun to listen to as he really opened up with his sharp wit and hilarious stories. What a great career in TV. Oh, thank you so much for writing in, Amy. I'm so glad that you loved Brian because he really is such a star. And I don't know if you guys have been noticing because um, he's on Instagram, but I hope you've been noticing that he's been filling in often lately for Wendy Williams on her talk show since she's been out and he really is doing a great job. So I hope you guys are all following his amazing career. He is just as much a gem in real life as he is on TV. So we all love Brian and thank you again, Amy, for writing in. Remember, the mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community right here in the audio space. For now, I am your host, Nina Clark. Thank you so much for listening and let's keep being awesome. (laughs) 